Welcome back to These Amazing Places. This is show number 74 for the week of September 21st, 2009. This is Adam here with Doug, and we've got another show for you this week. And this is Doug with contact information. Uh, let's see here. Contact us on voicemail at 641-715-3900, and that's extension 53056. You can also contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Uh, also go to our website at theseamazingplaces.com. Contact us through a uh, uh, the contact page, and uh, and don't do it if you're like a financial <laughs> analyst who now has decided yeah, he's going to spam us and send us garbage two through there. Spams this yeah. recently. And so it's like, anyway, oh, come on, <laughs> send us something worth looking at here, okay? So I yeah, I don't really care about that so much. Anyway, uh, so also we're on Flickr as we've mentioned a thousand times before. We have a ton of pictures. Starting to break them down even now by the state that they're in. We're slowly beginning to do that. In fact, I even have some now that are on there from Mexico. Yeah. Uh, from a resort and from the Tulum ruins in Mexico. And uh, also, uh, I think we have some up from some other different states are that are public? within there. The Mexican? Those are public. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, so yeah, you can go on there and check that out. Those were sent in from uh, some listeners. And uh, also catch up with us and follow us on Twitter. We're always building that community and trying to get people to follow us there. And, uh, and we have videos now, too. And videos, yeah. And we're pushing videos out there little by little. Uh, if they're not long, they go on Flickr. If they are long, then they go onto our video page that we now have on the website. And they go up on YouTube into our account there. And you can also download them through iTunes. Yep. Correct? Okay. Exactly. And that's it. Okay, so this week we are going to talk about New York City. It's really kind of part three in parentheses or whatever, or quotes. Um, but in... in Parts of what we're going to be talking about is the basic format is the Staten Island Ferry. Of course, going off of Doug's trip that he recently had. Oh, it's been a couple months now. But anyway, uh, stick with us, have some fun, and of course, we've got some good audio, and this is really some great audio that'll give you some New York warm feelings. Inside. That New York state of mind, isn't yes. that what they say? Okay. All right, so sit back and enjoy. Okay, so now we'll just start off as we mentioned last week, just with this travel channel. Well, not travel channel segment, but a travel segment. We wish, no, man. Would, a, yeah. Come on, travel channel. Hire us, oh, come please. Yeah. Pay us some money. Throw us some bones yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll chew on a bone. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first point that we want to talk about is Doug was noticing some flight differences in, the, in that. Um, well, let me just let, go ahead and explain. Okay, it. let's just say it this way. Airlines are cutting seats, and if you haven't heard it, then you're hearing it now, and it's not just happening here in the United States. They're cutting seats. And what I mean by that is they're getting rid of long-haul craft. They're going to smaller crafts. They're flying less, uh, uh, what does I want to say? Uh, smaller fewer, planes. Fewer schedules. Mm -hmm. Fewer planes flying on schedule to certain areas. Less fuel to burn, all right. that stuff. Uh, and it's just because they don't have the money to maintain everything. And so they're just you have less options. And what's, a lot of what's happening is uh, airlines, whether you know it or not, uh, they really make most of their money off business class fares, and since the economy is struggling, business class is not selling all that well, and so they're trying to find a way to make ends meet, and so what they're doing is having to just cut cut flights. So that's a warning to anybody out there who, I know we're getting ready to head into Thanksgiving and Christmas, get your stuff scheduled now, and man, just be prepared because I'm afraid that the airports are going to be worse than ever, uh, just because of that fact. And you, yeah, and you especially heard one example of somebody who was flying abroad uh, out of the United States to Japan or something. And, yeah. 
he, yeah, and they, yeah, he talked something. about how they were just they're cutting cutting the long haul flights, and it was becoming more difficult for them to even find uh, not you know like they couldn't do it, but it was becoming more difficult to find flights overseas and things yeah. like that, and to get back home even when you're there, just things like that. And I know once you're planned and you're there, then you're okay, but uh, maybe that's an alert to don't try to plan as much last minute. It can work either way. Last minute sometimes works fantastic because if they're not selling seats, then they're either going completely out of business or they're going to have some empty seats and they're going to be desperate to sell them. Exactly. And so just be prepared for that. Maybe another JetBlue deal will come out there or Man, something. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. They said I read a little article on that too. The Southwest did that several years ago. Oh. The same thing. And so what they always bank on is that you'll take a bite off more than you can chew basically exactly that you'll buy the thing and not be able to make as many flights in right. 30 days and they make the money off it right yep. well and have, let's face it half the time their planes are flying with empty seats uh so they're filling them yep okay our next point we just brought up an idea you know what hey w what's the deal with water parks lately and we're not talking about the water parks that are in orlando or the hot places necessarily but those indoor, indoor. places that yeah. you might we have one close by us. We actually have a couple of places I just found out about. Uh, the one near us is is called Coco Key, and they have how many locations? They and where actually are they? have. Let's see. They have locations in uh, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Illinois, uh, Massachusetts again, Missouri, and Omaha, Nebraska. And then they they show one in Cincinnati, Ohio. But we also have one right by us that's not even listed there. But I happen to see great deals coming out of them. Let me just. I'll give you one. They gave a deal, uh, $99 for overnight stay. That was in the hotel that's and, yeah, there with it. This one, the particular one near us, has a water park well, But so with does the one hotel. in Illinois I'm looking at okay. here. So I think most of them, they're doubling up. Most of them up. do, yeah. They build them right next to a hotel. Uh, anyway, 99 bucks for overnight stay. Kids 17 and under stay for free. And that's with four passes into the water park. Yeah. So I thought, wow. It's kind of a cool. I'm cheap. And that sounded like... A great deal, I yeah. mean, to get into. So Definitely. Yeah, you might check that out. They had many other deals going on, but that one really, I mean, for lengthier stays, uh, if you wanted to eat on the premises, if you wanted to do things like that, they, you know, the price goes up. But And the so. other water park, indoor water park place we thought of was the Great Wolf Lodge. And I didn't know this, but they have 12 locations around the United States. Uh, they got North Carolina, Washington, Texas, Kansas City, Kansas, uh, Ohio, Canada. There's one in Canada, Pennsylvania, another one in Ohio, Wisconsin, Michigan, Virginia, and another one in Wisconsin. So that's kind of cool that I, well, you know, we're going to have to do a show on some of these places because that's, yeah, that's some pretty cool stuff. Well, and if uh, I go stay, maybe I will. I'll yeah, do a show on Coco well, Key. For sure. We'll get and some. And we'll talk about what it's like. Yeah. Uh, I just think, you know, when I saw that, I thought, hey, this is a good opportunity. They're really, and I've heard this already, they're banking on the fact that people are not going to travel long distances. Uh, for quite some time, and so they're making, they're putting together deals to f keep their keep the places filled yep. to capacity, and so it works well with us. I mean, I have this place just moments, just minutes from our house, yeah. And I'm thinking, cool, we could go there and spend the night. It'd be a nice way to kind of get away and have some fun with the kids and do things like that. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Also, something else you mentioned, it's starting to become fall uh, well you mentioned off mic but i'm bringing it up now uh it's beginning to get fall you get the nice colors that are starting to come out especially up here in the midwest area of the united states and you might even think about running a cabin there's several places a lot of different there's places you, everywhere yeah. i mean we've stayed in the ozarks stayed in uh one in arkansas 
for a week, I think, and we stayed for maybe three hundred and fifty dollars. Cool. This thing had flat panel TV, it had pool table, it had jacuzzi tubs, it had a view that was incredible next to a place called Beaver Lake. Ah, it cool. was gorgeous. I mean, it was amazing. And there were maybe ten other cabins, not right on top of us, but within the, that vicinity. Uh, I know that they've also got them in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. About any place that you can think of. You yeah. can rent a cabin. It's a neat way to kind of get away from everything. Take the family and kind of everybody just have fun hanging out and not hanging out at home. Yeah. So. And I don't know about anybody else, but since I've just spent some a summer in Disney and it was stinking hot, all I want yeah. is some cool weather. Exactly. And October is well, you're in Ohio. into the fall, September, You're in Ohio, October. buddy. You're going to get it here real soon. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Within a couple months, it's going to be That's like why we 10 here, degrees, and you're going to hear us going, help us. Help. It's freezing. Need <laughs> but it just feels, it sounds good right now. And a cabin is just so relaxing. So yeah, like well, that, and so. it gets you away. I've kind of. You know, it's taken me forever raising kids and everything else to figure out. Sometimes just getting them away, getting them out of the house and letting them hang somewhere other yeah. than being at home, it changes everybody's perspective on yeah. things. And if you can do it and not spend a ton of money. Listen, we love Disney, but Disney's expensive, everybody. Oh, yeah. And there's no just... And we, we try to find ways around it, you know, of saving as much as you can. But it's hard. It costs a lot of money. And to drop two to $5,000 on a trip with a family is hard. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of other things you can do with that five grand right now. So uh, we'll always bring up Disney. We're always going to visit it and take you to it through audio sound. But we're going to try to stay realistic here, too, that, that us, along with other people, sometimes need to travel uh, on a little less cash. Yes. So. And one last thing we wanted to talk about now that... Uh, Doug, well, you'll hear a little bit about his birthday present later, but <laughs> we've got it. Uh, I've got an iPod Touch, and I've been looking at some apps lately. Well, if you're an iPod Touch user, there are two apps out there, and I'm not pushing them for the reason that they paid me because they're free to download. But well, we, we can only wish they would pay us. Yeah, that's anyway. true. Two two apps that you might check out. Well, first of all. Uh, the Travel Channel has an app, um, and we were joking about that at the beginning, but I actually created an account and submitted some stuff under Disney's Animal Kingdom, and I put my picture up there and a little little like trip report thing, and it actually, it's the only one up there along with Samantha Brown, so I feel That's pretty cool. important That's cool, so you're right in good now. company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anybody check that out. I don't know if it's kind of goofy to just go check it out because I put it, but I put a nice picture up there of the tree Not of himself, everybody. He put a picture of Yes, okay. yes, not myself. Yeah. Something more interesting. Um, but then also there's another one called Urban Spoon, and it's basically you've probably seen it on the commercials. It's on iPhone commercials I a lot. You hadn't? No. I, I think I'd seen it, and that's where I got it. But anyway, um, you basically you just download it, and it gives you all cities, all different types of food, and uh, costs with dollar signs. You know, like one dollar sign. Yeah, one dollar sign. It's like a fifteen dollar or fifteen, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, up to four and five dollar signs. Uh, but it's pretty cool because you can pick your city, lock it in, and shake your iPod, and it'll it'll randomly select some. Yeah, and style it works like food. a slot machine. Did you say that? It no. works like because it, it rattles didn't. like a slot machine. Yeah. The wheel, the wheel, like the barrels the sound effects spin on it. On it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. It's kind of cool because if you if you're like my wife, she does not know where she wants to eat, and she's like, I don't know, pick a place. And so I'm like, well, let me get out my. Let app me give it here. a rattle here. And so I'll <laughs> shake the app, and there it is, and we'll choose it. And if we don't like it, you do it again, and you just keep going, and it's kind of fun. Cool. So and it's free, of course. So okay. All right. This Let's was the first travel segment for the show, and they're going to continue after this one. Uh, anyway. I think this one went better than what I expected. All right. So anyway, I hope this uh, information helps you guys out. Uh, it's going to help us out too along the way. So enjoy.
Okay, everybody. Uh, today we are going to talk about the Staten Island Ferry. For those of you who do not know what that is, that actually travels out of Manhattan uh, every day of the week, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Uh, it travels across the Hudson. I think it's the Hudson River. Yeah, I think. Well, that's anyway, the Hudson. Okay. I don't know. That would I've... be the Hudson, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it travels across there into Staten Island. It is the only, and I just looked this up, the only vehicular a mode of transportation between Staten Island and Manhattan. Now, you know what? I can go into describing a bunch of it here, and I will do some of that. But first, I want to play you an audio clip of a guy, a New Yorker, that we actually, I'll give you a little bit of a backstory on it. We ran into this guy the uh, night before. This would have been on a Saturday night. We ran into him in a subway, uh, in a subway train, uh, traveling, I, geez, let me think, up by, oh, Times Square. We were up by Times oh, Square, and we mm -hmm. ran into him there in the subway and had a conversation with him. And lo and behold, the next morning, we get off of the uh, uh, subway, come up the steps, start walking at the ferry hub, and there he is standing there. Huh. And so, anyway. And he remembered you, yeah, right? Yeah, it blew him away. It blew us away, but it blew him away. Being uh -huh. a New Yorker, if you're able to do that, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. You can blow them away. Cool. So, anyway, um, he stood and talked to us then for a little while, once again, in the hub. And here's some stuff that he had to say about the Staten Island Ferry. You made us feel comfortable. Yes. Well, I'm trying to make you feel comfortable. And today is a good day to go there because it's raining out. Yeah. You won't get wet on this boat. Over there, you will get wet on the uh, other boat. There's another boat here. You'll see it. That goes to the island. <coughs> that costs money to go on. This is free. Right. And if you come here at like you're very early, you'll see tourists. You'll see a lot of tourists on boats. You're very early, but there'll be thousands of tourists here. Millions of every day. You think Times Square is bad? You see this boat? This boat, if you come here like it at 12 o'clock today, or 1 o'clock, or even 5 o'clock, you'll be, this whole place will be people, and all tourists. We picked the right time. You picked a good time. You did. They didn't agree. Mm. No, they, didn't. they didn't like to get up early. Yeah, I'm they <laughs> But you will enjoy this. You will see the Statue of Liberty. When you go on the boat, you go upstairs, and you'll probably see people up there. You go upstairs to the third floor, that's right. You go upstairs, there's four floors usually, depending on the boat. You go upstairs, and you stay on the right-hand side of the boat, and you go right past the Statue of Liberty, and you'll see the Statue of Liberty above. But that boat goes on the island, and you would get wet on that yeah. island. You see, so it's not, today is a good day to take this boat. What time is it? Did you say it comes at 8.30? 8.30 it should be. Yeah. Yeah. And what time it is? Don't go on the island? No. This boat goes... So how do you get on the island? You have to 11. take another boat. But this is better today. Listen to me. You're doing the right thing. Don't go on the island today. Maybe tomorrow if, if there's... But if you do go, you're going to have to wait a long time. And you're going to have to pay $11 each to go on there. Right. And you have to go through security. It's crazy. So... I recommend not going onto the island because, but if you want to, you can go. The what best, is it, museum? The, but no, yes, there's a museum there. You can go to Ellis Island, which is this island where all the immigrants, where did you, your ancestors come from? Ireland? 
Did they arrive in New York or where did they come yeah, from? Yeah, mine did. I, yours did? Well, I don't then, know where mine Well, then your name is probably in that on. That's where all the immigrants used to arrive before, let's say, 1950. And they have a museum on Ellis Island right there. And you can go out there from that thing. You have to pay $11. You've got to wait online. It's a big security deal. This, you just get on the boat. It's free. Completely free. We should be paying you. People should be paying us, that Island people. For riding this. Yeah. But they speak. we demand, we Staten Islanders are part of New York City. This is part of New York City. It's one of the five boroughs of New York City. So we demand not to pay extra. Everybody else can get this. You see, we all work in Manhattan. This is where all the jobs are. So everybody comes across on the ferry. And we, don't, we used to pay money, 50 cents to get come across. But we got very angry. We said, we don't want to pay any more money. Because everybody else can go to work for one fare, you see. We have to pay two fares, three fares, on the bus, on the ferry. So they said, okay, we will make the ferry free. So that's why it's free. Is it a pain, though, with all the tourists? Yes. The tourists, I told you last night. Yeah, you had enough. We talked about that after. driving us crazy, not only me, but all the native-born people. A great New Yorker clip there. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. Straight from well, any straight from his mouth to your ears. Yeah. So I thought it was cool stuff. I couldn't believe it that I was able to kind of capture it. So I thought it would make it interesting. Cool. To just kind of hear what goes on. That was also recorded in the hub while we were waiting to get on. I'm going to give you some quick, just general information about the ferry. First of all, remember this. If you remember nothing else, the ferry is free. Free there, free back. You know as what? many times as you want to ride. It's every just day. like our podcast. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> With a better view. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, so it's free. You're not going to find a lot of things in New York that are free. This is one of those things. So, you know what? Even if somebody else tells you, take the boat over to, it will not take you directly to. Uh, to Ellis Island and while I take you directly to the Statue of Liberty but take it anyway it's free mm-hmm. okay so anyway and just so you let them know how long it is to it is a 5 mile it, 25 minute ride okay. to Staten Island and then, then well, we'll go into that trip. and then basically you're coming back so you're looking at an hour Okay. Of relaxing. If it's hot, there's it's air conditioned in there. Oh, if it's cool. cold, it's heated. You can go out on the decks. If you go out on the third deck, the upper deck, there are three decks to each boat. If you go out on the upper deck, there's no roof over your head. You're going to get rained on, which I can attest to. If it's raining, if not, it's gorgeous. I mean, no roof over your head. Yeah, and pedestrians only, right? Right. No cars, uh, no motorbikes or anything else. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Also, let me tell you, go there, and I think you maybe heard that in that clip. I'm not sure. Go there and the first thing in the morning. Because as the day winds on, even on the weekends, it becomes extremely busy. And it's nice to just be there when there's nobody. There was nobody on the boat hardly when we were there. And what time were you guys there? We were there probably 8.30 in the morning. Oh, cool. 8 or 8.30 in the morning. Nice. So do that. Just do that. Uh, okay, let me give you some other general information. It provides 20 million people a year. That's 60,000 passengers a day, not including the weekend days when we were there. Uh, with ferry service between St. George on Staten Island and Whitehall Street in Lower Manhattan. I think we talked about that when we did the subway show. That is the end of the line on the, uh, uh, on the subway is the Whitehall exit. So anyway, uh, okay, that's, you know, that's, that's fairly general. 
general information. I don't want to give you too much of that and start to bore you. Okay. Uh, it's yeah. I can give you the information. Like what? it's run by New York City and blah blah blah. When do you want to? When do you want to play the boarding audio then? Okay. That's that's just do that. Let's go right ahead. now. Let's okay. climb aboard. And so uh, so hey everybody, climb aboard with us and get ready to enjoy the Staten Island Ferry. Here we go. Hunter. Staten Island Ferry. All right, so now we're aboard, and what are we we're looking aboard. at? We're aboard. Okay, I'm going to tell you a little story here also about I stepped outside at first. I'm not going to play the audio of it because it's kind of hard to pick up, and I heard the sound of a jet. You have to remember this is a very rainy, foggy day when I was out there. I heard the sound of a jet, and it just reminded me, wow, you know. I mean, that's it's. it was kind of eerie in some ways, but yeah. it was what it was. And well, so, because of 9-11, basically. Yeah, because yeah. of 9-11, you just hear that jet sound, and you hear it accelerating or decelerating through through the motors on it. And I thought, ah, that's kind of interesting, and I wonder if that goes through anybody's heads yeah. while when they hear it. But that was one of the first things that struck me. Okay, as I said earlier now, you're going to pass. Uh, well, when you first board the ferry and you look out the windows, you're going to see the Coast Guard station, which is right there. Um, anyway... Uh, as you board the ferry, you're also going to have you have armed guards that board the ferry with you. There's every like every single ride. Yeah, every oh. single ride. There are armed guards also. If I step back to the hub for a minute, with dogs all over this hub. Wow. Ever since ever since 9/11, they've done that. Mm -hmm. They've done that at the place. And then what they do is they they go over the entire ship each time. Um, it transports? Yep. Each time or before it takes off. Every time oh, it draw, arrives in the slip, yeah. they clean the entire ship. They go through it. They make sure that uh, there are no bombs, no envelopes, no suitcases, no, nothing left on it. Huh. So anyway, uh, so that kind of takes you uh, in a little bit into that part. Uh, you can, it's a gorgeous sight from either side. If you look at one side, uh, side you're basically you're going to see the city, different parts of the city on each side of the boat, either side you decide to go to. Uh, you're also going to pass Ellis Island. You're going to pass the Statue of Liberty. Uh, and then you're going to head into uh, Staten Island, which there's not a whole lot there. But, uh, you know, you get to meet interesting people as you're traveling across. Most of those people early in the morning, too, are going to be people that have worked the night before within the city and then are heading home from work and stuff like that. So is if it you go later on in the day, then you're dealing with partiers and stuff like that. So Yeah, but you said it's... I don't know if you mentioned this. It's mainly residential over there on Staten right. Island. Yeah. So when you say partiers, are they going to New York City or are they? Because they're probably to not. And from. Sometimes they want to get on there just to cause extend the party. There's on no the boat pubs or anything over in the residential side. Not is really. There? Not okay. Really. Nothing more than what they're going to find if they're yeah. right in New York City. So New York City is probably a better option right. for them. Yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, so you know, it's fantastic though, and I'm going to show some video. And stuff, just short clips. They're probably going to go up on our Flickr. And for anybody who hasn't done it, you can take a look at the video. Even though it's rainy and foggy in it, I still thought it created a pretty neat image. Uh, it would give you a good good idea, though, of what you're looking at across the expanse of water and back at the city. I tried to pan back and forth as much as I could as I was absolutely just getting poured on. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, it's, it's a huge boat. It's not real noisy. Uh, for those of you who might get seasick or might be afraid of water, you it's like standing in your living room. You won't even realize. <laughs> it's like Literally, you don't even realize that, that you're riding on a boat you, until you step outside and you see the water all around yeah. you. But other than that, 
you know, and I say that because my wife is pretty freaked out by water. And she was okay on yeah, this. Every boat is a Titanic. Let me <laughs> just tell you that right now. But uh, yeah, she was great. She was fine with us. She really enjoyed it. So cool. Anyway, it's you know, like I said, it's a it's a quick ride, really five five miles, you know, twenty five minutes there and back. But it's nice and relaxing. It kind of gets you away from the hustle and bustle of the city, especially if you go while it's quiet. And uh, it's also you know, and I'll play this on another show. I'm saving it for another show, but. Uh, uh, the security guys are real nice, and you'll hear a conversation on another show that we have with the security guy on it, who's at, from outside the United States, but you'll hear his perspective on the United States and his perspective on getting the job working for the ferry and things like that. Yeah. So, anyway, okay. uh, before we go too much farther here, let's uh, play some just a quick audio piece here of uh, basically their safety announcements and uh, them welcoming you to the ferry. I already did. Yeah, I already took some. Welcome aboard the Staten Island Ferry. Please take a moment and pay attention to the following safety announcements. During docking, stay off the stairs, ramps, and landings until the ferry has come to a complete stop at the terminal. Failure to do so could result in serious injury. In case of an emergency, listen for announcements and instructions from the crew. Please familiarize yourself with the location of life jackets on this ferry. They are located in marked blockers and bins along the cabin walls. See instructions for their use, which are posted in red frames throughout the ferry. For assistance, see uniformed crew members located on each deck. Okay, so at this point, we're halfway across the water, whatever, we're almost to the other side. And then once you get to the other side, what is the audio clip that we're going to play now? Okay, and then basically you are going to hear, actually this is after you've arrived on the other side. This is after you've arrived in Staten Island. Okay. Okay, for most people, and you're going to see most people do it, you're going to walk off the ferry, you're going to walk up a ramp, you're going to walk into a gorgeous hub. I mean, the place is really nice. It's almost nicer than what you see on the other side in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. You're going to take a left. And you're gonna walk up a little farther, up a hallway, big hallway, like kind of like being in the airport. Gonna take another left, and you're going to hear this announcement as you board. Guess what, everybody? The Staten Island Ferry to <laughs> go back to Manhattan. And we're off again. Ahoy. Okay, now we're on our way back. On the way back, once again, I'm going to give you a little bit of information about some things that you saw on your way over, but I kind of cut that short and didn't give you a lot about it. You're going to see the Statue of Liberty. As I said, this boat does not take you directly to the Statue of Liberty, but you can catch another boat that will. It's $11 to ride that boat. That'll take you there and back. And it's uh, called. You know what? I absolutely do not. Oh, you don't there, know. There's, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Are it there clear signs to say oh, yeah. this one? Yep. Okay. Yep. And I mean, they'll even tell you within the hub. Yeah. So anyway, it's eleven bucks to do that. It's eight dollars then to get into the Statue of Liberty, and uh, that doesn't uh, that doesn't guarantee you without a lot of work that you're getting into the Crown. The Crown, I believe, they said it was seven hundred and ninety-four steps. There's no elevator. So you're walking 794 steps to get into the crown. The crown's also going to be extremely crowded, I'm sure, yeah. with people. Once again, if you try to do it early in the morning, 
then then it might work out really well for you. But you're looking at twenty some dollars a person, basically. Okay, but then that just grants you access to enter the statue, so you can decide from there how far you want to go up. Right. Plus, okay. there's a museum in the base of the statue. There's things oh, like that that you okay. can see. But let's face it, now that the crown's open, I mean, yeah, if you can do it, true, yeah, you're really gonna want to climb the steps, and so. Anyway, I just didn't want to spend the money when I was there, and I figured we're going to be back again. My wife loves New York City, so okay. I figured we were going to have another opportunity, and so I would do it then. Okay. Uh, it was also, you know, with it being foggy and rainy and all that, probably wasn't the best day to try to go up and do that. Do, okay. you, do you know if there's a ferry to go to Ellis Island? or how? Well, I think the same boat takes oh. you to Ellis Island. So the $11 we'll or whatever you, you said? Yeah, we'll get you to Ellis Island. Both of them. Also. Okay. Right. Is that a round-trip cost? Yes. Oh, okay. Bucks, well, that's easy trip. then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's not that much money, but you know, if you're taking a family of six in there, yeah, and you're talking twenty bucks a person, now you're up to hundred and twenty some dollars to do this. Yeah, and then they're gonna want souvenirs, and so anyway, just you know, I guess I, I consider that that's a lot of money all of a sudden. If you're just a family and you're talking about doing something that you would think would be fairly simple. But let me take you to Ellis Island too. For those of you who don't know, uh, of course that was the gateway to America. When, uh, when immigrants came to the United States. Um, what will happen when you go in there? Probably one of the neatest things, if you had ancestors come through that way into the United States, then they've signed the book. And there's books in there, and they'll find the signature for you. If you can give a name, not an exact name or whatever, but close, and they'll help you to find your ancestor's name in the yeah. book, which is kind of cool. Well, the, the guy talked about it in the audio. Yeah, 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 he gives a little information. Yeah, so that's right. kind of a little. I mean, I know that was earlier on in the show, but right, anyway. right, but yeah, I know. I, uh, that was a New right. Yorker's perspective. Of exactly. It. Yeah, so. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So okay. So anyway, uh, I, so. so as we return back, um, you talked about the cost of the Statue of Liberty. The what's it called? The Beast. The Beast. Well, how is, much yeah. is that, and what's that? Okay, Explain the Beast that. is basically a, a high-speed boat that will take you out into the Hudson. Uh, it's a blast. They play loud music. They squirt guns at you when it's hot oh, out. Oh, they do? I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, it's like $25 a person to ride this thing, but uh, he'll scream across the water, taking you out into uh, Hudson Bay, I think is what it is. Uh -huh. uh, takes you to really, really cool areas where you can see, uh, like the city, good shots of the city. Takes you to the mm -hmm. picturesque zones. Great shots you can get of the Statue of Liberty. Mm -hmm. from this boat uh, at the same time you get a very unique perspective and a unique ride out into the water okay so and so while you didn't do that i have never been there but my parents did it on their trip and fortunately when they went they had a nice picture day it was pretty beautiful out yeah, you, were, you had rainy and cloudy and foggy yeah. but uh we will post i got their pictures so we're gonna post that on the Flickr. Uh, this week to let you download. Uh, there's some really nice shots of the Statue of Liberty and some other things. But I wanted to say that when they mentioned it, they went out and pretty far out and then did a basically return back the same direction. So it, let, it takes you out and then turns around and comes back the same direction. So you can at least, it's pretty good to Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's a little bit of a ride. You're yeah. out there for an hour maybe. Yeah. Uh, now, if it's summertime, uh, there's a couple things that, because my, my wife and daughter wrote this, if you're freaked out by the water, you got to walk across the plank to get onto this boat. And oh, so, really? Of course, this well, guy will just tell you, just get across the plank and let's go, you know. Um, but I'm sure so, there's, like, stuff on the sides to keep you from falling off, isn't Well, it? barely. Barely? Yeah, it's like, what? Yeah, you're just... Yeah, you're just getting yourself on the boat, uh, let's face it. Well, how far is, how long is the plank? Well, it's not very long at 10 all. Ten feet? But you have to understand, uh, 
every boat is the Titanic. Well, I mean, to your wife, yeah. Right. So <laughs> it kind of freaked her out quite a bit, but yeah. then she was on the boat. And Johnny, she said, though, it's an extremely unique way to just see the city yeah. from a you know, different perspective. No, my so. parents said the same. So, yeah. yeah. So it's a good deal. Good deal. If you have the extra money, go check that out. That, once again, is The Beast. And they have a website out there. You can you can find it. Just Google The Beast, New York City, and uh, I, I make sure that they haven't raised the prices uh, since a year ago that my wife wrote it. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I don't know how much. Yeah. And so anyway, it's basically just a flat, big-time powerboat, man. So I don't think they're going to be taking you out in December, so don't go in December and say, yeah. hey, let's go for all, out on The Beast. <laughs> So it'd be more like skiing across yeah. the water. So. Not to be confused, not that you would know this, but we did do a Kings Island podcast way back. There's a beast roller coaster ride yeah. over in Kings Island. So, but yeah, anyway. this, is, this boat ride's uh, probably more exciting. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a wooden roller coaster. It's not very comfortable. And no, it yeah. just yeah, that's true. The boat probably doesn't beat you to death yeah. as bad as that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're getting off topic. Okay, off topic. So. Anyway, right, uh, so we return back, and where do we land? I mean, okay, you're gonna land back where you started. Yeah, uh, that's basically back at the Staten Island hub, and I'll give you a little general information about what's gonna be close to you. Uh, at that point, it's close to you when you take off. Also, you're gonna go into Lower Manhattan. You're near the financial district, which is uh, real close to um, Wall Street, close to the New York Stock Exchange, close to one of the Trump buildings that I talked about in my trip report. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Deutsche Bank, World Trade Center area, where they are making some building progress, and I think we'll have some pictures that maybe we can put up on My there. parents have some, but they all you can see is like the construction but, but stuff. Actually, but it's changed quite a bit. If has somebody, it? Yeah, because when okay. my wife saw them, we didn't get a chance to go over to the World Ground Zero. Oh. And so when she saw them, she said, wow, they've built a lot in a year, because oh. when she went by, it was just a hole. Oh. It was an empty hole. Okay. And, Cool. So they're doing pretty good. So we'll yeah. stick them up there for anybody who's interested. Sure. So uh, Century 21, which I mentioned, I think, in another show. You can go there. Great you know, stuff for clothing for women, brand name clothing, stuff like that. Anyway, huh. uh, let's see here. Oh, Trinity Church is there. Um, that's the church that George Washington uh, attended when he first became president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's built in like. I don't know, well, early 1700s. Well, it had to Very be. Very unique looking yeah. building. I have some pictures of it. I'll put them, put them up so that you can see what it looks like. And it's weird because it's you know this little church with these odd looking spires and everything on huh. it in the middle of you know these huge buildings. Yeah, yeah. And huh. interesting. Anyway, also the federal there's a federal building there that where on the steps of that building uh, George Washington took his oath for presidency of the United States. Cool. So that's just some stuff that's close close to around in that area. So don't just hop back on the subway. If you're getting off the Staten Island Ferry, don't hop off the uh, yeah. back onto the subway and take Go off. Go check it out. Yeah. Okay. okay. So anyway, uh, that is pretty much the Staten Island Ferry. Once again, let me remind everybody, it's free. <laughs> so go check it out. Please don't let anybody talk you out of it. It's, it's a good time and uh, especially good in the mornings. Before, though, uh, first of all, before we kind of uh, uh, jump out of this segment, uh, I want to play you a little bit of audio um, about an encounter that we had within the hub, within the Staten Island Ferry Hub, and you can hear kind of how things can be sometimes, some of the weird things that will happen around you uh, within New York City. So let's play that, and then we'll be back with one more segment. I'm, I'm sorry, I was all over your conversation. You say they're going to charge for the ferry now? No, 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 no. I didn't <laughs> say that, though. I did not say that, Sean. Maybe no. I'm drunk. Yes, maybe you are drunk. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, uh, no, I didn't say that. No, you, you didn't hear that. 
<laughs> You're hearing things. I don't know. I did not say that. Say I said they used to. I said they used to charge. Say if I'm young, no, I can I'm smell I'm alcohol on your breath. I said that yesterday. Yes, yes. You're drunk. But I don't do no weed, no drugs. Okay. Just Would you mind leaving, please? I'm talking to these people. You're I'm interfering sorry. with this conversation. Get out of here. And there's not a last segment no, because Doug, was Doug is backwards. a confused idiot. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> anyway, uh, well, thanks yeah. for listening this week. Yeah, I do want to comment on one thing. You know, I we didn't we didn't mention it last week because you didn't have it. But Doug has a birthday present and he's been playing with it oh, the whole show. That's why. That's why. <laughs> wait, everybody. So if I sound distracted, yeah, that's, that's that's my why. excuse. I'm sitting here with my mouth hanging open while I mess around with what is it, Adam? It's your iPod Touch. Yeah, and if anybody listened to the show last week, you heard me say I have this old mini that's like eight years old. Yeah. Well. Anyway, Lo that changed. Behold, that between changed that point and this point, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, lightning nice... struck, and now I have a iPod Touch. In my I don't know hand, if so. your family listens to the podcast, but thanks, Tara and family, yeah. for getting Doug his iPod. <laughs> yeah, thanks, because now the show will stink, because he won't know what he's saying all the way through every single show yeah. from now on. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that was that's good. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah, wanted so. to say that <laughs> I had to wait to the end to say it, but okay, guys, uh, you know what? Too, we really didn't mention about the segment that we just played that audio clip. That we just played. You, I, it was really, yeah, a really odd encounter. Uh, it was not as uncomfortable maybe as it sounded, yeah, but it made for some great audio to kind of hear some of the craziness and wackiness that will go on. Also, I wanted to play it to show New Yorkers stick up for people. And yeah. he really did. I mean, this guy, he's 68 years old. Oh, and, is he? <laughs> cool. And he really kind of just, uh, what is it I want to say? He kind of took a liking to us. And made sure that nobody was going to kind of just mess with us and mess with our trip. Yeah. And so that's why he was kind of defensive and about the guy walking up and, and starting, you know, into what he was starting. So anyway. Cool. But it made for some good audio. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week. I don't want to announce what we're doing, but you can probably guess it has something to do with Disney. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but everybody. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be rebroadcast, edited, tweaked, stolen, pitch shifted, published, rewritten, redistributed, or otherwise changed for any reason without prior consent from theseamazingplaces.com. Unless, of course, you don't have an iPod to take with you and you need to burn a CD. After all, These Amazing Places is a 100% nonprofit podcast for anyone who wants to listen. Copyright 2008, 2009, and beyond. This is the big one. You go upstairs to the third floor, stay on the right-hand side, and maybe I'll see you later. <laughs> you never know. Maybe I'll go to bed but if I never see you again, take it easy. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. <laughs>